Single parenting isn't easy. We understand. Most parents don't plan to go it alone, but you can still make the most of this journey for your children and yourself. In fact, if you and your family are on that journey, this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Single Parent Advocate Community and to our podcast. And here are your hosts, single parent founder, Stacy Poitras, broadcast journalist, single dad and friend, Daryl Moody. Welcome back. Thank you for joining us on the Single Parent Podcast. I am your host, Daryl Moody. We're joined again by the single parent advocate herself, Stacey Poitras. Stacey, thanks again. Hey, everybody. Welcome. We're glad to see you back. So last week we had a guest uh, and we were very focused on our conversation with her. We really didn't get to talk about Single Parent Day, uh, the significance of of the day and, and some of the things that you got into, Stacey. So uh, talk to us about what you were able to do with Single Parent Advocate and your volunteers. I know you guys had a very special day. We really did. So um, National Single Parent Day this year landed on our 11th anniversary, but we did not get to have our 10th anniversary because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So we turned it into, it was a volunteer appreciation celebration and a 10th anniversary party. So we served uh, all of our volunteers who were, you know, felt safe, you know, to come out Uh, and we served them food and we had a toast and I talked about, you know, what single parent advocate has done over the last year, which through COVID involved a lot of um, kind of pivoting, if you will. And I know that word is like way overused, but what we had to do is we had to take our normal outreaches which are at Mother's Day, Father's Day, back to school, Thanksgiving and Christmas, and turn them into either virtual or hybrids. And so we ended up having like a Mother's Day parade where single moms and their kids would come through with decorated cars and we would fill them full of food and flowers and just everything we could do to, you know, make the day great. We did the same things for our single dads at Father's Day Although the dads weren't really into the parade factor, <laughs> there wasn't much of a parade going on. No, no, nobody decorating their cars, that sort of thing. <laughs> no. no, it was a very, very noticeable difference. But there were a lot of dads wanting to hop out of the car and say thank, thank you, and you know, uh, talk about how you know dads don't really get this uh, kind of support, and they were very grateful. So that was really really cool and then uh we did a back to school event that we had a big giant drive-through with part of a one of the area churches and um, then we also did thanksgiving food and christmas outreach with uh, turkeys and gift cards and we did a a video you know uh, where santa came and told stories and everything at the end of the year so I told everybody about that, and then uh, we had what's uh, really turned out to be something everybody loved, which was a vision board. And I've never been much of a vision board person. I think I shared with you, but I really loved Sarah Schroeder, who came to speak. She really made it tangible for us. And so uh, we got uh, these poster boards and pictures from magazines and memes and things that we all you know, what to do with our lives. And we put them on the board and it's supposed to be one of the things that she said was, you know, a vision board isn't something that you create for the sake of creating. 
a vision board is something you spill out of your heart of things you want, your desire, and you're really trying to work toward, whether it's financial freedom, going on a big vacation, happiness in your home. You know, I had, um, you know, dance. I love to dance and sing. So I had that on there and it was a really great day. Everybody walked away with recognition for what they had given and some gift certificates. And we I, saw, I saw the Facebook video. You guys, you guys had quite a nice little setup there. It was, it was, it was nice event space you had there too. Yeah. Uh, so we met at, so what I live in, in uh, Texas, as everybody knows, I, I hope. If you don't, I live in Texas. I live in North Texas. And um, particularly that place is the Louisville Area Chamber of Commerce. Mm -hmm. And uh, we've been a member of their, that organization for about three or four years. And they really do get behind Single Parent Advocate and the work that we do locally and nationally. So um, they were in force. They made it possible. They were really, really grateful for them. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yep. So, so you talk about folks coming out for COVID, you know, have you had, you know, a significant, a significant drop off in, in involvement uh, with your volunteers and folks kind of getting involved in these things? How's COVID affected your operation there, single parent advocate? I would say for sure it's affected both, um, but we came out of the gate strong, uh, with uh, two new programs that are virtual. One is called SPA EDU, which is online Zoom training. We bring in professional uh, you know, coaches, speakers, authors, uh, financial specialists, and educators. And they for free come and spend two hours on a Saturday morning with anybody who wants to listen in. And this can include our teenagers and our kiddos, as well as our, our parents. And that's been a really uh, great way to make it possible to be together from home. And then the other thing we launched is of course the podcast where we can now, uh, you know, engage people uh, and be more, you know, coming to them on their terms. But uh, as far as our safe social program, it definitely uh, was hard. So what we did, Daryl, is we did a, a deal where we did a survey. We surveyed all of the families that we support. We asked them, are you affected by COVID? Whether it's your job, your work-life balance, craziness in the house, you know, behavioral, whatever. And we focused on those families who responded. And so Which that really would have been everybody, right? Well, it is everybody, but not everybody is requesting additional support. So we really just focused wholly on the family saying, I'm affected by COVID and I need support. And so because that ended up being a tighter group, like I'm saying 100 families versus 500, it was more right-sized for the volunteerism effort that we could get going versus trying to, to do all of the families and so you know that was a real a real hard thing you know because we want to see everybody <laughs> well and to your point having to do things virtually now via zoom conferences or microsoft teams whatever platform you're on uh it does at least make it uh, available to more people because you know in many cases it's a lot easier to log on to your computer and to watch a presentation uh, live on, on your computer screen than it is to go to wherever that event is, 
and make the arrangements to get there and, and you know, block the time and that sort of thing. So, um, you know, at least with the folks that I talk to in, in, in my line of work, being a reporter, uh, particularly with, with cities and counties and municipalities, you know, taking public meetings and making them virtual, uh, they are, in a sense, getting more engagement just because it's easier for people to do that. So hopefully you've been able to see that with, with your, with, you know, your, your clients, so to speak. Oh, yes, absolutely. We have had um, a mix. You know, some people like to be online. Some people like to do the drive through. Some people are open to uh, social distancing. So it's still the same number of people, but now they're in these little pockets. Mm. Yep. But it's still good. We, you know, we, we have, um, we have a new SPA EDU program that we announced uh, at at National Single Parent Day. It's going to be on April 24th on Zoom from 10 to noon, and we're going to be focusing on finances. And so awesome. we're super excited. Uh, Dr. Purge and and her team are uh, going to be talking. Uh, we have BBVA making an appearance, and uh, we're going to be digging in and talking about how to come out of this a little um, stronger with a little more tools in our heads, and um, hopefully I'll be able to bring one of them on the podcast, too. That would be awesome. We'd love to have them. So for folks who want to connect with that, uh, Stacey, where can, they, where can they find the link to the Zoom meeting, uh, the details of the where and when, that sort of thing? So what we're going to be doing is we'll be putting that up on our Facebook page. And I also have a meetup in Dallas. Uh, we have about five or 600 single families in our meetup. But I would say for this group at large, just go to Single Parent Advocates Facebook page. You will get uh, you know, a link where you'll be able to register it to attend uh, in our Eventbrite program. And you guys are really good. I, I've started following you on Facebook and, and you guys post stuff all the time. It's really, uh, you know, it's amazing how social media, in uh, particularly Facebook, I mean, a lot of the millennials and Gen Zers say that, you know, Facebook is for the old people. But um, I've seen a lot of a lot of agencies and organizations taking social media and using that to disseminate information. And in the case of Single Parent Advocate, uh, I'm sure it's a tremendous tool for you. Yeah, you know, I... Um... I prefer, and, and, you know, I'm Gen, what am I? I'm Gen X. Yeah. So I'm, I'm an oldie, but goodie Gen right. Xer. But um, so, you know, I try to make sure the events are accessible across all channels, but we really have um, a lady named Susan Hummel, who's been with the organization for a long time. And she is the lady who helps me with uh, all the, the posting of our, of our single parent advocate messages and she is so authentic and you know it's not like she uploads everything to a tool and then distributes it out across all the channels she's actually taking things that resonate with her personal heart just like we do here on the podcast and she shares them out and so facebook is is really where she thrives and then um i have a new announcement to make i am dialing in my intern felicity and she is working with me to make some posts that go across Instagram, Twitter, uh, and other channels. So we're I'm going to get some support to make sure we're represented everywhere else soon. Awesome. Awesome. Yep. So a little bit of personal news myself. Uh, this is a big weekend in my house. Uh, I'm, I, my birthday is on Sunday. I'll be turning 42. 
And uh, I'm really excited because I get to spend some quality time with my younger sister and her kids tonight. And then on Sunday, I'll get to spend some time with my older sister uh, and her husband. They don't have any kids. But um, so so just to tell you a little bit about about our plans, uh, I live in Orlando, Florida, and we're going to go to uh, an NBA game. We're going to watch the Orlando Magic play the Portland Trailblazers. So. And, and, you know, it's funny the way we bought the tickets because, you know, you, we've got eight of us all together, me and my two kids and my mom and then my sister and her two kids and then her son is bringing an, another friend. So there's going to be eight of us total. Uh, the way the NBA is doing it with social distancing and everything, especially up there in the rafters where we bought our tickets and cheap seats, you have to buy them in clusters of four. But we were able to get two clusters of four in the same uh, row. So we'll, you know, we'll basically have have that row for ourselves. But um I'm I'm really excited because as an as an adult and as a, as a single parent, you know, having your family around you is really important, uh, and it's important for me, and and particular my sister, my younger sister and I, we weren't really close coming out of high school and going into college and as young adults, we've we've gotten a lot closer uh, since I started having my kids, but uh, I just want to talk to you about that. Spend some time talking about how important it is. Uh, as a single parent, to rally around your family. Um, I know for my younger sister, she's also divorced. So we're both single parents. We're kind of in that boat together. But uh, talk to me about, about how important that is, that that support structure, uh, in particular your family. Well, you know, I always like to just talk about, you know, things from my personal experience because everybody's experience is so different, you know, but my personal experience about, uh, you know, being around my family is, you know, kind of like what you're saying. It, they really made a huge difference. But in my life, um, it was often, you know, over the phone, like my mom uh, died when I was younger, you know, I was your age, you're turning 32, right? 42. 42. Okay. I wish. <laughs> I'd take 32 again in a heartbeat. <laughs> okay, just didn't want to rub your nose in that way. But anyway, <laughs> so I had, um, my mom died, but uh, she never even made it to 50. And, uh, but my dad remarried and I have a wonderful stepmom. She's been my stepmom. So I, I, uh, they moved away. They lived in the Dallas Fort Worth area like I do. And they moved away to Arizona for business purposes. And so um, our relationship was largely over the phone unless it was a holiday. And then I was expected to load me and my son up in the car and drive for 16 to 20 hours to Arizona mm. <laughs> and uh, come see them, you know, and the thought a lot of, of I 10 on that drive, right? Oh my gosh, that was nuts. And then, you know, you're alone. It's not, there's nobody to share the driving duties with. Right. And dad's like, Oh, you can just drive straight through. And I'd be like, are you going to be sitting on the phone with me? You know, while uh, Keeping, keeping you awake oh you just need to get up at 4 a.m you'll be here by midnight it'll be fine <laughs> oh guys through west texas and there's nothing out there by the way don't no. let anybody tell you there's Oil something fields. out there <laughs> and it stinks and oh my god okay so you know we had this mostly phone relationship so i would call every week you know every sunday's my dad called family and uh, even now, even though Chris has grown and I, um, 
you know, dad's gone to heaven. I call my brother and my stepmom every every weekend. And uh, that tradition began when I was raising my son alone and they moved away. And, and, and it had it is like oxygen. It is so helpful. Now I have met some other single parents who have family relations that are very tense, very stressed, um, that they don't find refuge in. Mm. And um, so for situations like that, you know, we never want to cast judgment because, you know, we want to make sure everybody's always got a heart open to healing and forgiveness and positivity, you know, that set aside, you always have a family of friends, like, because my family lives so far away, I would, um, my neighbors were incredible. I, I hung out with my neighbors uh, all the time and did, so did my son. Sometimes they'd pick him up from daycare for me and, and uh, we'd go and have meals where we'd all bring potluck and laugh until, until it, we just couldn't stay awake anymore. And that happened every weekend too. <laughs> so, you know, and then I had my church family, which I've mentioned before, you know, and, and we had this group of co-ed uh, single parents. And so I made sure that my life was filled with every kind of family I could have around me. And I didn't just try to take, I tried to give and give back to them uh, light and love and gratitude and positivity. That's just relationship management one-on-one there for sure. (laughs) You know, it's funny, you talk about having a closer phone relationship with your relatives. My older sister, uh, who who we're gonna see on Sunday, I talk to her almost every day but she is, you know, close to 60, if not, if not over it. She has rheumatoid arthritis, uh, diabetes, and some other underlying health conditions. So she doesn't have the, you know, freedom that she, she wants did. So we don't get to spend as much time with her, but, uh, but I talk to her all the time and it's, you know, my, my older sister has kind of become the person that I call with my good news and the person that I call when I'm frustrated with something else that's gone on. But, uh, yeah, family, uh, when, when you're doing the single parenting thing, you know, and you don't have a spouse and you don't have that partner, so to speak, you know, your family can certainly uh, give you what you need there. Well, I think too, uh, one of the, the um, things that, that I remember is, you know, I considered it very difficult to let somebody close to me while I didn't have all of my plates spinning, you know, and, um, my family, you know, I considered them, you know, my safe circle, like where I could just not be perfect and still be loved, you know, Mm -hmm. or probably be coached up a little bit by my dad. You know, he was a real go-getter, self-made man, you know, had a great business and, um, you know, there's, there's gotta be a a person, a group of people, a family member or a few where when you, when you get in their presence or when they get in your presence, you can let down a little bit. You can exhale. You feel safe. You feel like there's some answers, you know, um, I remember you you don't have to be, you don't have to be the parent. 
uh-uh. when you're with those people. That's what makes them so important is that you could, you know, you get to take your dad or your mom hat off and you get to be Stacy. I get to be Daryl, you know, and it's, it's, it's just, it's so refreshing. Yep. Yep. It is. Especially if you're raising your children on your own without, you know, the other parent around. And a lot of people are doing that. You know, there's some uh, folks that, you know, the, the uh, co-parent is not present you know, for a number of reasons. And so, you know, who is, we talked about this one time too, who is your neutral place? Where's your neutral safe place? Neutral safe place for you, not only your kids. We talked about neutral male role models and neutral female role models for the kids. And we need to build that into our lives for ourselves too. Sometimes it's our besties, but there's not a, a way to replace a, you know, a blood relationship. If that's something you have access to, uh, that's healthy, that supports you. I did this bookmark one time, Daryl, and it's the success acronym. And I talk about in there, one of the S's is, is, you know, surrounding yourself with people who are friendly and fun and, uh, you know, really fans of yourself and, um, you know, that build you up, that don't tear you down. And that help you learn and help you grow and, you know, really make your blood flow, right? And single parenting is so difficult. Like you just need that positive energy, you know, Mm -hmm. you just, I mean, it it, it kind of recharges your batteries, so to speak, but, but yeah, you you definitely need it. Yeah. So, you know, family members are uh, hopefully in, in more people's lives than not really great. I've, I've met some families that they had to make their own family because that situation wasn't so healthy. So whatever your family looks like, have one for sure, <laughs> you know? Oh, absolutely. And whether it, it doesn't have to be a sibling. It can be, it can be a close friend. It can be a, you know, a mentor at work. It can be anything. Sure. Have one and be one. Yep. Absolutely. Well, no doubt. You know, give, giving back. That's what we all want to do. Right. I mean, you take a little bit and you give some back, right? Yep. Yep, you just have to be able to let the walls down a little bit and let somebody close. Sure. And speaking of giving back, I want to circle back and talk about our guest from last week, Noelle Federico, the single working mom. Um, We really didn't get to talk uh, after the show about some of the things that she shared with us. And you've you've got some thoughts uh, on some of the things that she touched on. What uh, what really spoke to you? Well, what I bumped into in my own life this week, you know, coming off of National Single Parent Day and, you know, kind of being really busy, I found uh, myself really um, reliving that exhaustion, you know, and, um, you know, um, what Noelle said about bouncing back from broken and how we need to have routines in our lives that breed healing, breed blood flow, breed light and life. And so even though I was in the process of hitting sort of a wall this week, I made sure to, you know, say my gratitudes. I've made sure to go out on a few walks. I've made sure to get eight hours of sleep. I've made sure to, uh, what else did she say? She talked about, um, mental wellness and making sure, you know, that we're focused on our thoughts, you know, and, and, you know, making sure that we're saying things that are affirming to ourselves. And uh, I've actually 
her conversation has actually changed my week because it reminded me of these things that we need to do for ourselves and also model for our kids so they can do it for themselves. Uh, Remember what she said about her son, you know, now that he's an adult and he's watched her with all of these self-care routines that she does, whether it's her yoga or her gratitudes or her, you know, self-care of any kind. He's watched her do that. And now, you know, he's asking her, okay, you know, what was it again? What is this thing I do? And that kind of crossed the boundaries of mother and son to now they're both adults and he's a man and she's a woman and it's equal value, both of them. Yeah, that is an interesting transition to make as a kid and as an adult growing up when you cross that threshold where there's it's no longer the subordinate, you know, an authoritative relationship you it's it just becomes much more peer-based and and you know if you have a good foundation you'll find that you're actually pretty good friends with your parents yeah you know and and during during the time that we had with her i remember i asked her about you know making that change in my own life i had i had a really hard time uh you know letting go of my son it, sure. And, you know, he's like, mom, uh, <laughs> go, I'm going to, I'm going to grow up now, you know, and it just seemed too early. It seemed too soon. It seemed like, you know, uh, well, be- in my own, in my own counseling, uh, my, my, my therapist uses the phrase attachment figure. Perhaps he became an attachment figure for you. Oh, maybe so. Yeah, I, definitely. I love that kid. And, uh, you know, when he left, it was, it was uh, gut-wrenching, but, you know, what Noel said, you know, about staying, you know, open and, and, and uh, you know, welcoming a new, a new kind of relationship and letting go of control was what well, she said. And one of the things that she touched on that really uh, made a lot of sense to me is the importance of creating a routine. You know, and you and you talk. You're talking about following that routine this week, and 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 you know, making making time to do the things that you restorative practices is what I wrote down here, and put parentheses around it. Restorative practices, uh, really, really important to focus on. Absolutely, and then one of my favorite things that uh, she talked about really related to um, her. You know, she say like twelve years of giving back this has been her give back for 12 years and um you know i've always thought about you know when we volunteer whether it's a soup kitchen a church you know whether it's at your church whether it's your children's school whatever the opportunity is that you can weave into your life giving back is also something that can be really restorative you find purpose right and and that's where I found myself you know when my son was leaving you know he had been my purpose um you know and I've always had you know a purpose in serving fellow single families but it was a whole new level of (laughs) you know oh what now (laughs) so um, well and, and to your point I think I think there's you know there's something distracting i'll say about focusing on someone else's problems as opposed to focusing on yours you know it's always easier to solve someone else's problem than it is your own your own yeah or so you think you know 
definitely might be making them, <laughs> you know, be a little uncomfortable being hyper-focused, but uh, for sure, absolutely. But I've been able to, to really digest what she said about, you know, letting go of control, getting back into my own restorative uh, practices, making sure that I have my cause and my give back and I'm focusing on me and my business and the things on my side of the fence and uh, being uh, welcoming, you know, uh, he lives in Hawaii now and uh, him and his wife and they're, they're working hard to build a life together and, and they're very happy. So it's, it's, it's all good. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So just want to wrap up for the week. Uh, let's talk about your event again on April 24th. This is, uh, you've got a, a financial presentation of sorts. Talk to me again about what you have planned. So Dr. Purge and team uh, is going to be partnering with BBVA and uh, we're going to be digging into financial budgeting, uh, you know, all kinds of resources. And we want families to know when they hop on Zoom with us, it's a safe place. You know, it's not something that's being streamed. These are professional speakers, professional, uh, you know, educators, and we really want to make sure that people know that when they participate in an SPA EDU program on Zoom, uh, it, it's going to be consistent. It's going to be Saturday, 10 to noon, and um, it's going to be on April 24th, and we'll be able to sign up on Eventbrite, but it's not going to be marketed or anything like that. We're going to be able to ask questions and receive the answers. Yeah, so the best so. way to find out about it is to follow Single Parent Advocate on Facebook. On Facebook, yeah. We'll be posting the uh, registration link this week. Okay. All right. Well, folks, we thank you for joining us as always. Uh, you can you can follow Stacy's uh, efforts at, at singleparentadvocate.org. Uh, and we hope you join us again next week. And happy birthday, Daryl. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs>